Welcome to the Launch and Standout Podcast, brought to you by the Launch and Standout Agency. Welcome to another episode of the Launch and Standout Podcast. Today, we have the amazing Rochelle Sadipo from Rose Red, etc. Uh, Rochelle is an awesome person, amazing designer. Uh, we've been friends now for over five, almost, almost five years now. Rochelle was one of the first, actually the first person to um, reach a hundred grand, following a hundred grand plan. She always says, Mike, it wasn't a hundred grand plan, it was because of you, but it was a combination of both. So I wanted to bring her on to share about you know business and how she does what she does. I wanted to help you to learn some of the things that you know, would help her grow her business so you could do the same thing. So Rochelle, what's up? What's up, Mike? What's up, everybody? How y'all doing? What's going on? <laughs> so, Ro, I, I think you're awesome, and I and I love your story. So let's just let's just start from the beginning. Um, when it comes to like business, were you always a business person? No, I I don't even feel like I'm a business person now. So okay. I think that I've always been a creative person, and um, I used my gifts and my skills to uh, generate income for myself through a couple of different income streams. So the creativity and the artistry has been there from day one, and I am learning to be a better business person every day. Awesome. Awesome. So, I mean, you run a, you run a six-figure business, um, and, and you're saying that you're not a business person. Like, explain that. What's that mean? So what that means is, is that I um, started backwards. And so uh, backwards means that I started my business before I decided that I was going to be a business person. And the reason why that's important to understand is because so many of us have the dream of following our passion or, you know, fall into a side hustle or something that we don't expect that we're really good at that we can make money from and you have to grow into a business person and understand your financials and understand the different areas of uh, running a business from marketing to accounting to branding to business development um, and so i think that for me i started that business i started the the hustle if you will first and then develop the business portion just as i've gone along got it, it makes sense Makes sense. And I'm, I'm glad you, you brought up the, the different pieces of the business and hustle because um, what you got to find, listeners, is that Rochelle is going to be one of the instructors in the, in the plant hustle that we have coming out, the Lock to Stand Out. You're going to learn more about the London Zone. She's going to teach you about branding. She'll teach you about like outsourcing. And, and we actually had a conversation, was it a couple of days ago? And you were telling me, hey, Mike, when you launch this, you got to do this, 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 and this. And I found that to be super helpful. Like, it's so cool to see how, how much you've grown as a business person. Like, I, like I, you know, I like to use as a little sister, I'm your big brother when it comes to this business stuff. And like, to see you growing so fast and making the right decisions and making some bad decisions, but learning from either side of the coin, right? So it was cool seeing that. With, with that being said, Tell me about some of the things that you got wrong over the last couple of years. You don't got to go into too, too many details, but I want the listeners to know that 
it's not all wins. Sometimes it's L's, but those L's aren't losses, they're lessons. So I, I want to hear some of the lessons that you, you, you picked up over the past few years. Sure. So um, one of the big lessons that I learned is if you don't have a plan, if you don't have systems, and if you don't have processes, then your clients will dictate that for you. And obviously, it's going to be to their advantage and not your and so what I mean by that is, say, for instance, you sell cakes, right? And the ideal situation is for the client to order the cake, make the cake, and then they come to the cake up. Because you don't Wait, say have... it again, say it again. It broke up real quick. Okay, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, so I was saying, say, for instance, you make cakes. And you're making cakes, and the ideal situation would be for the client to place the order and come pick the cake up right when it's done mm -hmm. but because you don't have systems and processes the client will say okay well i place my order you know i expect you to deliver the cake you know by tuesday at three o'clock you know so not right. having processes and systems to actually communicate to the client now you're flipping it to where the client dictates what you do as opposed to you sharing with the client what your processes are and because they right. want, you know, everybody, just like even children in kindergarten or even in 12th grade, everybody thrives off structure. So when you don't have clear systems in your business and clear processes and clear structure, then you're just opening the door for the client to still want to shop with you. But they're going to tell you how they want it delivered and how they want it done because you don't have a process. You don't have anything to share with them. So that was one of my biggest lessons is being prepared and having that those systems and those processes set up so that I could comfortably service my clients without, you know, letting them lead me as the business owner. So the biggest mistake that I made again is just not having systems and processes in place so that it was a, um, a, a situation where I was leading my clients through a process from interest in the company or the product or service all the way through completion of that service and delivery of that service or deliverable, as opposed to the client engaging me and then the client leading the process by saying, okay, well, how much do these things cost? When can I expect them? What things can I buy? And so you think that by setting up an amazing brand identity, having great touch points such as you know Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, your website, you think that that's enough, but really what you should be doing is creating a customer experience map so you can actually write out what the process is supposed to be like from beginning to end. And then you can kind of see where the holes are like, okay, I need to have my contracts. I need to have proposals. I need to have a, you know, a milestone schedule, et cetera, et cetera. So that, that was one of the biggest lessons I ever learned because especially as a service provider, you know, it just takes a lot out of you if you are not prepared to actually guide the client through a process. Now that makes that makes total sense. And it's like in the hundred grand plan, we talk about backdated, and and one of the parts of that is is filling in those gaps. But it's crazy because when you're planning, uh, sometimes the, the things that you can't plan for are the things that get you. I, I like. You said what you said about basically imagining that process as to what you want your clients to do because if you leave the gaps, they're going to do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Now, you work it instead of having 5,000 customers, 
Now you're working for 5,000 people. There's two completely different experiences. Yes. One is, one will lead to you being able to have vacations in Maui, and the other one will lead you to you know, jumping off a cliff. So exactly. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. So great. So now, so let's, let's rewind a little bit. Because I, when I first met you, Ro, you were working a job. You uh, were designing stuff online. You were posting some of the stuff that you do online. But it was more like, hey, I'm Rochelle. I do logos. Hey, I'm Rochelle. I do illustrations. It wasn't like what it is now that Rose Red, et cetera, would turn into. Let's rewind the clock and let's go back to you working a job. And how did you go from working a job, having a side hustle kind of thing, to then turn in your side hustle into your full-time uh, uh, business? So every stage where you are as a business owner or somebody that's even thinking about business is valuable. So if you're in the stage where you're thinking about a business, that's your education stage, right? You should be consuming podcasts like this one. You should be reading books. You know, um, Mike, what's your favorite book? It's on YouTube. Everybody can go listen to it. What's your favorite? Think and Grow Rich. Think and Grow Rich, right? So you should be consuming content from people you respect, but also from people who have a proven track record, right? So at every stage of the game, you should be consuming information that's going to help you become better. So I say that to segue to the fact that when I was in corporate America, we had access to lynda.com. So lynda.com is like Udemy or Skillshare where you can learn individual skills that are, you know, that may be software based. Like that's how I learned Adobe Illustrator, Photoshop, you know, InDesign, because I leverage these free resources at my primary job in order to be able to teach me the things I needed to know in order to run my design agency a lot better. So while I was in corporate, I was taking the continuing education courses and I was taking advantage of these free resources. And as I consumed more information, I then became a better designer, which afforded me the opportunity to have a more robust clientele and subsequently be able to leave my job. But it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm making, you know, I made my first sale, I'm out of here, you know. And also I have to say that at the time I was married, so it was easy for me to have a partner to say, okay, yes, you can leave. And this is how we can readjust the finances. This is how we can readjust what we're, how we're living in order to accommodate you being a freelancer. So I did not have one of those stories where I made a million dollars and then I went into my boss and, and gave him the finger. It was a strategic exit. And even, even when I was making my exit, I was like, man, you know, I got to do taxes now. And, you know, I got to, how do I do my 401k and all these things? You know, it was it was something that I had to give a lot of thought to. But if I did not educate myself, if I did not empower and bolster myself with the education, then the transition would have been much more difficult, and it would have been a lot of ramen, a lot of ramen. Right. So I like what you said there. So you got yourself together. You realized that you had a, a, a skill that you could sell. Once you made a couple of sales, you didn't be like, okay, I'm out. Let me go struggle through. It, it, and a lot of people think they have to struggle. And I, I'm kind of, I'm glad people are waking up to the fact that you don't have to struggle and you don't have to struggle if you're strategic. Like one of the things I always like to teach is like, if you make $50,000 at your job, 
and then now you go on to make $60,000 at your side hustle. Now you got a decision to make. Can you sustain what you did and still make more because now more expenses are coming? Um, or should you just stay at your job a couple more years while you, <coughs> excuse me, decide while you're learning to grow your business, right? Now you get to the point where you're at 100,000 at your side hustle, 50,000 at your job, and then you got a decision to make. But tell me a little bit more about when you knew the moment was right and it was time for you to leave. I don't know that I knew that the moment was right. I just knew that I was not going to grow anymore at that job. Um, I knew that I had skills that far and surpassed what I was doing every day. And I'm a firm believer in whatever you ingest in your mental diet, it will manifest itself in your life. It's just almost like, you know, you are what you eat. If you eat cheeseburgers and, and pizza and all the time, you know, you're not going to have the best health eventually. Right. And so, you know, I found myself not being the sharpest mentally. Uh, I found myself not being very ambitious. Uh, I found myself having a very limited network. I found myself thinking that um, the things that I don't want to say dreams, my aspirations were impossible. And I knew that, that was because I was working inside of somebody else's dream or somebody else's right, right. And so it just became more and more apparent that my job was golden handcuffs. And what I mean by that is it was comfortable. I, everybody loved me. I loved my job. I went in when I, I took off when I needed to take care of my son, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't growing as a person. I was stagnant. And I had been in that job for 10 years. And I got the highest I could go. And so, you know, it was just kind of one of those situations where it's like, okay, you got to do something. You know, you can't keep, you know, you're not going to retire here, surely. And if, if they wouldn't have, they would not have let me go. I would have probably retired there. I probably would have worked there for 33 years. So I think it was just like an amalgamation of like all those factors of just wanting to be a, the best me I could be and knowing that that situation was not going to afford me that. Awesome. So I want to talk to the high school version of you because some people, a lot of people that listen to this podcast are high school students. So if, if you could tell the high school you, this, you know, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, wherever you may be, um, about which path to take and how to get them, what would you say to that person? Oh, man. I would say, first thing is, even your mother can't tell you where you should be going for your life. Only you can do that because you're going to listen to other people and those people are going to follow their path and you're going to be trying to follow their path too. So you have to really listen. But when you listen into yourself, back that up with information, back that up with, so you have a passion, back that up with information because you may realize that, yeah, my passion is something I want to pursue as a hobby, but it's not something that's going to feed me. So back that passion up with information. I would also say that Never be afraid to ask questions. Never be afraid to explore and never be afraid to make connections with people because people are your ticket to progression. What do you mean by that? People are your ticket to progression. Break that down. When I say people are your ticket to progression, what I mean is everybody has a network. When you're in high school and you're sitting in high school right now, you have a network of friends of people that you know. Right. We tend to simplify high school experience by saying you got the drama nerds and the and the band nerds and the jocks. Everybody's a nerd except the jocks. Right. It doesn't matter. All those people are a part of your network. And as you get older and as you mature, 
the more people you know and the more experiences you have with those people, that's going to feed you with information. And then you will progress from the knowledge that you got. It's not enough to just sit online and read books or listen to podcasts or, you know, talk to people in chat rooms. Like real people have real experiences and real information that can help you avoid a mistake or that can connect you with somebody that you could, you know, that could, that one connection could end up changing your life. So people are sure. your progression in their life. Makes, makes super sense. All right, cool. So now let's, let's jump back into the adults. What would you say to you right before, knowing what you know now, before you started, before you started, what would you say to yourself now? I would say, girl, you got the art, go and get you some business education. Get some business education. Understand what profit and loss statements are. Understand what, you know, understand that you got to pay state and federal taxes on all your money. Take that money out of each transaction. You know, don't pay attention to any fads or trends online. Ride your own wave. Because when you ride your own wave, your people will seek you out as opposed to you having to go fishing for clients. So get your education weighed up. Don't follow the trends. And you're already the truth. Just continue to be the truth. Because you will outlast every guru, every, you know, expert you know you will outlast because you got your own sauce so don't worry just get your education up all that's amazing advice and that's something that you said when we talked earlier uh, that you liked about what i did like it was like mike the whole time you've just been you like everybody think and, and you notice because you started following me i think we connected through periscope mm-hmm. and then we connected on facebook and it, like as always encouraging to me because like like as you you know like my big dream is like i want to be the next Marion coffin people that don't know who Marion coffin is he's the guy that started the, the coffin foundation but he made all his money in pharmaceuticals he owned uh, kansas city oils but he created the coffin foundation to give money back to entrepreneurship i fell in love with entrepreneurship as a kid and i knew about coffin and that's part of where my dream came from so my my goal is to make money not to just me. I want to, yeah, I'm going to give my family some, but the majority of my money is going to go back to helping people be efficient, self-sufficient with um, entrepreneurship and business. So, like, when you said to me, which I found super encouraging, it's like, Mike, you, and I'm paraphrasing here, you like, Mike, you've been so consistent over the years um, and then seeing other people fall off and they keep going. Like, that was encouraging me because like, I don't put on a show. Like, I love entrepreneurship and business so much. And I know it's a lot of work. Um, so I, I like to show people that are doing it or want to pursue it, that you can succeed at it. But here's what, the, here's what it really looks like. Forget, forget all the memes you've seen. Forget all the Get Rich Tomorrow videos you've seen. Forget all that stuff. Because everybody that succeeds in entrepreneurship and business, they do the long, long, boring work. And when you do that, is you plant a fertile seed and you water it, and you provide it with sunlight, and you nurture it, it has to grow. So the key is to grow with them, sorry, planting the seed that you want to see grow, and then you stick with it. I mean, sometimes you win something, like I, like I said earlier, sometimes you win, sometimes you learn a lesson. It's never a loss. You, you, you cannot, it's impossible to fail. You fail when you stop. I don't want to take too much more of your time. I want, I'm, I'm working on keeping these conversations. I don't even like to call this <laughs> a podcast. Keeping these conversations, like, short. You know, I could talk all day. Anything you want to say before you, you exit this conversation, Will? 
Yeah, I just want to say that the work you're doing is important. So even one step towards your goal is progress. And the world needs what you have. The first version of what you have is important. The 52nd version of what you have is important. Why? Because it's education. So you're going to become a lamp to somebody else's path. And when you're holding up that lamp, eventually you're like, okay, this lamp is small. Like I need a street light. Then you get right. a street light and you're like, you know what? I actually need solar panels to panel to power the street light because I need to be doing other tasks. I can't stand here by this street light. But each version of yourself in business is important so that you get the lessons to be able to understand the fact that you don't need to be present at every single, you know, thing in your business. And some things need to be automated. So remember, every step of the way is important. Every step you take towards your goal is important. And remember that the world needs what you're trying to put out there because your message and your energy and your product and your service is going to help somebody else because, again... People are the key to your progress. That's true. And do you have to be perfect while you while you're doing this? Of course not. There is no such thing as perfection. There's no such thing as perfection. Done is better than perfect. Get it done. Write that first crappy book. Put out those first weird videos. Make your first make your first dress that that's just plain with with some jewelry on it. Whatever, because there's no such thing as perfection. For Oprah, for Gary Vee. For Richard Brunson, for everybody, everybody is imperfect. And they're all making mistakes, but they're not afraid to make the mistakes. You got to get right. started in order to get to the version of yourself that you see. It's true. That's awesome. Bro. So just let everybody know how they can reach you, how they can see the, your work, how they can work with you. Absolutely. So everybody, uh, you can find me at R-O-S-E-R-E-D-D-E-T-C on both Facebook and Instagram. And then also the same letters, R-O-S-E-R-E-D-D-E-T-C.com if you want to take a look at some of my design services or my design portfolio. Awesome. And like I said, for everybody that's going to end up joining the plan also, um, that Lonzo Standard is putting out, we're going to see her on Rochelle. Uh, Rochelle means she's, she's always going to be connected to me because when I had this crazy idea of asking John Sortino, the guy who started the Vermont Teddy Bear Company, to break down how you made 120. And I said, John, can you show people like how you did the first 100,000? Rochelle was the designer for a lot of the, the um, visuals you see in there. I remember just saying to Rochelle some raw videos, like, here's the videos, here's what we got. You know, you coming back, like, like, this is awesome. And we almost daily, and, and Rochelle always says this, I call Rochelle my butterfly because when she came, she was a caterpillar. She went into the cool man and she did the work and she just came up with super amazing. And this this is why I, I'm a firm believer in what you said about, you know, people. Everything happens to people. Like if you if you guys don't get anything out of this 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 conversation today, uh, get that is is the people, it's connecting with people, it's the process, it's it's the systems that you put in place. It's you working on you, it's you being okay with learning, it's you being okay with getting stuff wrong. And then like Something just magically happens when you just be consistent with it and then you look back. And sometimes the people around you let you know that you're changing before you even realize you're changing because you're just so busy doing the work. Um, but then you become what you want to become. And business is about 
selling products and services to people that want to use those products or services. You're not going to know about it through marketing. You stand out with beautiful visuals and branding. You make money with your finances being right. You, you, you keep the company going with strong leadership. You keep it, your systems and tactics with strong operational skills. And all of this stuff, just you will learn what the stuff, what the best leaders, the best business owners are the ones that realize that they don't have to be great at everything. They just surround themselves with great people. Be okay with not being the smartest person in the world. And an amazing thing happening. Rochelle, you, my friend, are the greatest. I love you. This is deeper than business. I'm just proud of everything that you do. I tell you, you lock in, you lock in. You, you know, it's gonna be for high school kids. So I don't want to say whatever. <laughs> you know, they know what I was about to say. You, you know what? So thank you, Ro. Um, any last, last parting words? Hey, man, two up, two down. I'm from A Town. Holla. <laughs>